0: Welcome to the Love City Arts Podcast. I'm Andre in the Flow. I wanted to create a space where artists could come together and encourage all of humanity through the arts. So welcome to that space. Our next live event is November 19th in the West Village of New York City. For more information, to follow my journey and the journey of all of our artists, visit andreintheflow.com and lovecityarts.org. Please enjoy today's episode and thanks for listening. Gene Wonderless. Yes. Well, this is Andre in the Flow. And welcome, everybody, to the Love City podcast. If you're not familiar with Love City yet, you want to be. Love City is an, is an encouragement platform dedicated to uplifting all of humanity through the arts. I am the founder and director, Andre in the Flow. And I'm here today with Gene Wonderless. Did I say that
1: right? Nope, it's Jean Wonderless.
0: Jeannie Wonderlust, can you spell that for me?
1: J E A N I E W A N D E R L U S T.
0: I love it. I love it. And for those of you who don't know, Jeannie, or Jean, Jean Lachey, is my cousin, and I'm happy to have her as my first guest on the podcast. Um, We actually started talking about this late one night. It was almost pushing midnight, probably, um, right outside of... Union Square Park and I was like wow we have amazing conversations things always start popping when we're talking and so why don't we try to like bring these conversations to all of you so here we are giving this a go as a first podcast it'll be a place where you can always find encouragement and uplifting material uplifting conversations and just uh, hopefully something that resonates with all of you so Jean, tell me something good. In the words of Shakira. Khan, tell me something good. something good. What's going on for um,
1: you? Um, tell me, tell me, tell me. Sorry, I was in my mode. <laughs> um, I love it. What is going on? Um, I am currently in the process of self-discovery um, and growth.
0: What does self-discovery um, look like for you? You said
1: Yeah, self-discovery and growth. What does it look like? Um, The best way I can describe self-discovery is a painting that has already been painted, but I feel like there needs more. Like I am the artist of my own canvas, and I feel like that piece is not really like Like I see this, like I see the trees, I see the stars, I see the moon, I see the light. But you know what? That light doesn't have all the glimmer that it needs. So maybe I need to add a little bit more trees over there. Maybe I need to add some ripples in the water. Because the water is cool, but it's not cool, cool. And I feel like I'm an artist right now with my life and I am creating or um really uh mastering my masterpiece at this point. And as an artist, you always go back to what you were originally working on and saying, maybe I could have did something different. So that's where I'm at right now.
0: I love it. You're painting more sun rays and and more crests on the water of your waves and kind of making uh making your beautiful canvas covered as you said. Um when did you decide when did you decide to, to become the artist of your own painting? <laughs>
1: um, when did I decide? It took. And the reason,
0: the reason, the reason why I asked this question is because I've been recently thinking about a future blog post that will be coming out soon, um, on my website. Um, and you know, shameless plug here, Andreintheflow.com is where I write and share pieces of my life. But, um, I've been thinking a lot lately about that moment when you decide that critical, pivotal moment where you go from kind of like, oh, I think I want to be the artist of my own life. I think I want to like build something new. I think I want to paint something new. And then there's that instant. Um, the Course of Miracles calls it the holy instant where you decide that you're going to pick up the paintbrush and start painting your sun rays and your moonbeams was there a particular moment where that happened for you
1: yeah so um there were a couple of times where i was just like this can't all be it for me but i would say the most pivotal point for me would be when i was faced with a near-death experience um that's Mm. when it really dawned on me, like, this could all be over tomorrow. You know what I mean? This can all be done. And when it's all said and done, did I do the work for myself to thoroughly enjoy this place? Did I tell the people Mm. that I love I love them enough? Did I make myself um, happy in these moments? And as I sat there in a hospital bed reflecting, not knowing, honestly, and people will say, well, you know, an appendicitis is um, not that much life-threatening. It is, you know what I mean, when you really don't know your fate. Yeah, it can literally take
0: you out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, when you don't know your fate. And when I say that, it's the truth. I really did not know my fate. And, you know, um, as I laid on that hospital bed, bed um you know i found this out like a couple of weeks and after my surgery when i went to go see my doctor he's like yeah so you were in surgery a lot longer than you needed to be because um it exploded as we were t- uh it ruptured as we were taking it out anyway nevertheless it took a those that very moment as i laid in the hospital bed and weeks in recovery to really you know genie what, is, what is, What are you really doing with yourself? What are you doing with your life? You're so concerned about everybody else being for themselves. You are falling short somewhere in your own personal life. And Mm -hmm. you are settling for things that are not you, that, you know, are not becoming to you, that are not of you. And that's when it really dawned on me. And I was just like, I looked around and I was just like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm Yeah, just it's all, like the in. lights came on. Yes. All the lights came on. And I said I was just walking around. <laughs> the here. lights
0: in the living room, the lights in the bedroom, <laughs> the lights in the kitchen, the lights in the basement, like everything just came every all light, the way on.
1: Every light went ping 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 and I was like girl. And then I started looking at people that I had around me, because as yeah. I stayed in that hospital bed, I was by myself. I had my mom, who was six hours away, my, step, um, my stepmom, who is all the way in Texas calling me. Um, I had my siblings you know, calling me again, who are states away. These are people that are states away. And then I had people that I was physically helping here and they were nowhere to be found as I laid in that hospital bed.
0: Right. I know. I, I live in the city and I had no idea that was even happening to you. And happening. so, yeah. you know, you were, yeah, I mean, you were alone. We understand now that you know, no one is ever truly alone, alone. Um, in life. Exactly. There are, there are, Angels and, angels and heavenly angels always around us, your nurses and your doctors and people that were taking care of you were your mm-hmm. angels, but, but I can only imagine what it must have felt like for you to not be accessible to people who could care for you.
1: Um, you know, as I laid, there was a warming feeling and I will never, I think me and you spoke about it before, I said I will not a, ever- a what kind forget of feeling A warming feeling. It wasn't like I needed to be scared. Like uh, it, it was like a comfort, like a comfort, like everything's going to be okay. And I wasn't alone. You know what I mean? Like there was no people like physically in there with me, but I wasn't alone. Do you get what I mean?
0: Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. You never shared this with me. Um isn't it amazing to know that um, whatever you want to call it, a divine presence with a capital P, mm-hmm. as I say, um, a warm feeling can wash over you in those moments if you allow it. And so that's a credit mm-hmm. to you, um, that you in that moment chose to not go the fear route, but choose to just accept that, like, wow, there is some sort of divine love available to me, and it's here. Um, One of my father's favorite songs, my father's no longer on the planet, as you know, but I'm just telling our Mm -hmm. listeners, um, one of his favorite songs was a song by, I think it's uh, Walter Hawkins, the song is called Never Alone, and if you get an opportunity to listen to it, I would highly recommend it, it's a Jesus song, Um, but it just says, I don't have to worry, never alone, I don't have to be insecure anymore, I'm never alone, because spirit walks beside us, and so I mean, once you get that in your knower, and I'm talking like deeper than your understanding, but like in your, my college professor would say, in your knower, like that you know, that you know, (laughs) that you know, um, that that we're not, you know, alone on this journey. Once you get it that deep in your knower, you'll understand that, um, yeah, there was something um, in that room with you um and you felt it and how awesome it is that you can carry that into your everyday life beyond the hospital bed. So and tell me this, how walk. do you see...
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no. What were you
0: saying? I, I was gonna say, how do you see that same warming feeling showing up for you say today or yesterday or this week?
1: So I would say there are times I am in self doubt. Um I could say this week I made there. the most <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not a on there. Um I made a step um on achieving one of my life goals and you know, with encouragement from you and you know, a little foot on neck action. <laughs> I um,
0: <laughs> a little yeah. I told her I told her earlier in the week we were so blessed by a couple of nixie dancers that i currently live with to uh go and sit in the the box uh a uh, suite If you will, at Madison Square Garden for my first, and I believe your first as well, NBA basketball Mm -hmm. game, Um, and that was an incredible opportunity. And on the way back to the train, Gene says to me, "Yeah, you've been giving me a little, you know, your, your foot's been kind of on my neck, kind of like on like a part of my neck." I was like, "My foot's not on a part of your neck. My foot's on the whole neck." I want to, I want to inspire you to just go out here and reach your dreams. So because my Nike. And we're not endorsed by Nike here. But because my Nike was on that neck, um, what happened for you?
1: Um, I took that step without fear, without self-doubt, without worry. Um, Normally, I would be like, let me read and examine because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, Spirit, as we're going to say, definitely Mm. guided me on this journey and was just like, I was, I I, I met this journey a little different this time. You know what I mean? Because there's been plenty of different Mm. projects that I've worked on and was like in fear of launching it because it's going to fail and it's not going to work out. Oh my God. But, um, spirit Mm. was just like, go ahead, go ahead, girl. Go ahead and sign that up. Do what you need to do and, um, let the dust fall where they might. (laughs) But you know, dust, does not fall it rises (laughs)
0: Um, Mm, say the word say the word
1: you know so yeah dust
0: dust is shaken up dust is shaken up dust is created when we start making moves as cardi b says those money moves
1: yeah money moves yes so that's what happened where i was walking in that moment and um I didn't feel alone and I don't feel, I honestly don't feel alone anymore as much as I used before these life changing experiences, experience happened. Um, Before, you know, that, that, uh, life changing moment happened, I used to feel alone all the time and people used to be like, Oh my God. But now, you know, I'm at a place where I don't feel alone and people be like, Well, how, how can you just cut people off so quick? I'm like, if you're not serving me and I don't mean to be in service of me, you get what I'm saying? But if you're not I speaking life into me and you're you know, not for you, but you know, i a be like, oh, what you mean? You feel like you are made, it's not that. It's if you're not speaking life into me and I'm not speaking life into you. We are depleting each other. We don't need to be in this space with each other. So I will gladly set you free. And it's not off of a, I'm not keeping you around for loneliness because I'm not lonely. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to keep you around I mean, for boredom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, when you're operating from that place where you're not uh, feeling alone or not feeling lonely, it changes everything. It changes your mm-hmm. self esteem. It changes the way in which you view the world. It, uh, it changes the relationships that you attract. It changes, I mean, the whole game flips when you can just show up at your workplace or show up in your relationships, show up in your marriage, show up in your school, show up in anything you do saying, you know what? I'm enough and um, I deserve the best of life and I deserve love as Brene Brown would say, one of my favorite authors, I deserve that feeling of love Mm -hmm. and belonging. Um, And because I know that is my birthright and that's what I deserve, I'm just going to choose to stand in it. And then you find people will start to fall away because they, I know there was, you know, recently a time in my life where a bunch of my relationships are predicated upon the idea that, um, you know, the person wanted to feel needed. Um, And I was doing the work to try to like not be so needy. I was reading books on codependence and thinking about going to a 12-step program for codependent anonymous and, and all those things. And and then I, I just through my practice, I came to the understanding that, like, just like you, like, I'm not alone, so I don't need to behave in ways that a lonely person would behave. And I echo okay. what you're saying. People were just kind of like, "What do you mean you don't need me?" Or after all <laughs> I've done for you, you're just going to mm-hmm. let me go? And I'm just like, it's it's not that I that I'm prideful or I feel like I don't need people. Actually, other people and exchanging in the ways we are um, tonight. Um it really fuels me. I love people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm building a whole Yay. platform based around engagement with people and encouraging people. That's not to say that I like everybody all the time. Um, but people <laughs> um, you know, people feel uh fuel me in ways that I can't even explain. Um, but yet there's a difference between relating to someone from an a place of encouragement uh than out of a place of kind of like you know, yeah, that what are you going to do for me place?
1: Yes. And, you know, in life, it gets crazy because you have to filter out those certain things. And if you don't catch it, you know, quick enough, you'll find yourself very upset and hurt because people aren't treating you the way you feel like you should be treated. And then you got to kind of you know, well, why am I always getting the bad end of the stick with this person? And it takes time for, again, we like we go back um, to self reflection and um, self
0: reflection, you know, self reflection and a whole lot of intuition. Um, can yes. can uh, can we pause right here, part one? Can I have you sure. come back uh, for part two? Sure. Okay, so when we come back in part two, um, we're gonna talk about self-reflection and intuition and what that means to you. Sounds good?
1: Sounds perfect to me.
0: All right. Stay tuned with us, everybody. We're going to come back sometime soon with part two, where Jean and I are going to talk intuition. Thank you for listening to the Love City Arts podcast today. For more information, to follow my journey and the journey of all of our artists, visit andreintheflow.com and lovecityarts.org.